Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. We are pleased to present a series of interviews recorded live and in person at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. On this episode, we sat down with E.L. Morton, Mayor of Campbell County, Tennessee. I worked with E.L. years ago on an economic and community development initiative for Campbell County. Much has changed since then. During the pandemic, for example, his county saw record visitation due to their world-class outdoor recreation areas. What hasn't changed since then is E.L.'s love, care, and stewardship of Campbell County. What's a county to do when the world finds out about it? Well, let's listen to E.L. and find out. Hey, man, we're, it's great to be here and in person, right? It is, finally. Yeah, it, yeah. especially after this last year, your work, your county's been in a lot of conversations. You've had a good year. We did. And I say that because it's like, man, someone please give me like a victory here in some of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? So let's just kind of dive right in, man. Let, talk. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's get in there and then we'll, we'll start talking. Sure. About I, well, year. I'm in the second term as uh, Campbell County mayor. Got another year to go in the second term. Prior to taking on a government job, I was tourism director and chamber director for Campbell County from 2009-2014. Uh, and I've stayed in the, the tourism business as a mayor uh, pretty heavily as a board member on our chamber board. But tourism has been a blessing for Campbell County since we transitioned from a coal economy. Uh, it's really been our, our biggest industry. What attracts uh, people? To, to we we are the we are the marina capital of Tennessee. Uh, we have 12 marinas of the 25 on Norris Lake. 12 are in Campbell County, and we are also blessed with public land. We have 150,000 acres in the North Cumberland Wildlife Management Area, also known as Royal Blue, but it's also contiguous with about another 100,000 public acres in adjoining counties. So, so world-class boating, fishing, and absolutely. hunting, it's, and it's, uh, hiking. Well, the wildlife, wildlife management, management area is small and large game, and we in- reintroduced elk 20 years ago, right. and we have a herd of about 650 elk out there as a, a major conservation victory for us. A TWRA. It, uh, yes, led, TWRA yeah. is a great partner. Tennessee State Parks is a great partner. Uh, Campbell County has more state parks than any county in Tennessee. We have four. So Indian Mountain in the north, Jellicoe, and then Cove Lake in the center sector, and then Norris Dam State Park in the south, and we're transited by the Cumberland Trail State Park. So we, we are blessed with public land and public facilities there, and we have a relationship with the Rust Belt. Uh, we have probably 1,200 homeowners uh, on Norris Lake that live in the greater Cincinnati area. And then they come sort of either as off-season? A hundred years ago, if you didn't inherit the farm, you went north to work in the automotive industry in the Rust Belt. Those folks came home to see their parents and, and built a relationship for their children to learn the way back to East Tennessee, and there's no recreational water there. The Ohio River is all you got. Right. And so we've had a great relationship with those communities in Ohio and northern Kentucky for generations now. And so when we had some developers in the late 70s early 80s recognized that they started going to the boat shows in cincinnati and columbus right. and showing folks the kind of value that they could achieve by by buying a lakefront property right 
And then fast forward into the late 80s and 90s, there were large land tracts that the state had leased to land companies in the coal and timber business. And those leases were 100-year leases, and they all came to an end, and the state had to determine exactly what to do with it. And a local judge, circuit judge, had a private parcel out there in some of that land, and he got a, he built a public-private partnership, the Campbell Outdoor Recreation Association, right. and went to the state and said, please join us and let's transition this into a wildlife management area so we still have use of it. So now, and I'm going to try to connect the dots here for mm-hmm. the audience. See, the, the thing here is mm-hmm. that kind of coming into 2020, right, mm-hmm. is that all of these bountiful outdoor outdoor opportunities opportunities here you you start to become like the place to go to get even to just get through we were the solution for social distancing safely with a family who could safely rent a single property and be isolated from the rest of the world one grocery store stop and you're good for a week so i think what i've been hearing is that your growth numbers in the last 12 months alone, it's, it's phenomenal for the state. We saw a 5.2% increase this year. That equates to $4.1 million growth for us. And I, I'm willing to bet that's first out of 95 counties because so many of our larger counties went backwards in market share and sales. Sure. So we, it was a pleasant surprise, but it came at somewhat of a cost because it came during COVID when we were all supposed to be safer at home. Right. And so our local residents were asking me to make sure they were safer at home and to do something about those out-of-towners that were all, all over right. our grocery stores and Lowe's and everywhere else. Right. But yeah. they did leave a blessing of their money with us. And it wasn't just those Cincinnati and Dayton homeowners. We were inundated with New York and Michigan right. and Pennsylvania. New, new folks discovered. Yes. Folks found us because of those outdoor opportunities. And, and the lake, like I said, we're the marina capital of Tennessee, the elk capital of Tennessee. But as the marina capital, we, we expected them to perform. But what really performed well that we didn't know was our trail system. The off-road trail system is nearly equaling our marinas. Wow. And revenues. Yeah, I would not have expected Our campgrounds are yeah. just off the hook. Do you think, you know, a lot of this conference, you know, themes moving forward, thinking about the future and how we kind of, where do we go from here, right? Do you feel like th- these behaviors, these visitors are going to come back, become repeat? And, and, you know, in other words, they've discovered it now, perhaps rediscovered it. And it, it is something that they're going to now continue to do in a new normal? We've been highly successful in creating not only a repeat customer, but a loyal customer. They want us in their annual calendar, even though they might go to another trail system or another lake during the year, they want us on that 12-month calendar. They appreciate the experience. How have you, uh, how have you done that? Do you have any advice for other uh, destinations in the U.S. who are seeing your kind of... Uh, Our marinas have always been extremely active in the boat and outdoor uh, show circuit during the wintertime. And our trail system campgrounds aren't as active, but they're getting that way. The trail economy seems to be very active on outdoor ads along I-75, as well as our marinas, too. Uh, With that traffic count, it's just a a no-brainer for branding as a location. So 
another thing that it's bringing is capital investment. And part of what we don't quantify well in tourism right. is the level of capital investment. Because, private uh, investment. A private investment, absolutely. Entrepreneur coming yes. in and seeing an opportunity. You would not be able to purchase any of the 12 marinas on in Campbell County for less than $3 million right now. And so put 12 of those together and you got a $36 million investment. Nobody's going to turn that down. That is the size of objective that we look for in manufacturing investment. Right. You know, it's not as job dense, but it does have the capital investment. So, right. So, we, for for Camel County, I may have missed this, but what what is the tourism like? What is that in terms of your sector for you? Is that number one or two in terms of economic impact? Oh, it's number one. It it's, is number it's one. number one. We're sound in manufacturing. We have a uh, tent manufacturer that got a DOD contract last week for fifty million dollars over five years. Our manufacturing is growing. Our retail our retail follows tourism right and so it has become the anchor of our economy no i i, I mean you know as melanie had sort of said you know you, you, you take a place that, that people like to visit you know mm-hmm. they'll come and stay and they like to live there and like to live there and like to work there and, mm-hmm. and then that's how you build communities across the u.s right? if if you vacation with me three to five times in your lifetime I'm on your short list for retirement location. Wow. You know, and so we've been very good at converting that. We had a couple of developers through the 80s that had vision about developing on Norris Lake, and they built that relationship with the retirement market. We are a retired Tennessee community, so we've been active there for about the last five years. And so we're growing that signature, going to the home shows in the wintertime as well. Putting in your dues there. New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, making the circuit. Increasing awareness of Campbell County. Absolutely. You know, this is a question we're asking everybody, too. You know, uh, hopefully things get better here and things relax out a little bit and the world opens up a bit more. What is your post-pandemic adventure that you're looking forward to? trip you've got in mind or a bucket list item well I, I have some concerns that have surfaced that i really want to address reinvestment into the tourism experience and quality safety we are pretty good at drawing crowds and we have seen some collisions on the water and some oh, collisions wow. on the trails we've got conge- a little congestion congestion noise light bars on off-road vehicles that aren't headlights that come on the public roads and you forget to turn it off when you're on the public road and the oncoming traffic has to stop. stop right. Coming through the neighborhood, there's a decibel level that's uh, industry standard uh, that applies to the machine, but you forget to turn your stereo down. So you come into town, now you can't hear the traffic around you. And so there's harmony and quality investment is where I think we're going to Focus fine-tune on. next. Gotcha. Litter control. I mean, the more pressure you put out there, the more litter that you have is a challenge out there and sanitation disposal of all that. Yeah. So you're you're basically looking, the future's dealing with this growth, dealing with the fact that these people have discovered this place and now how Mm -hmm. do we make it sustainable for the community? Absolutely. We, like I said, we, we reintroduced a herd that was extinct since the civil war in our elk herd so we've got some really great conservation victories out there but we're going to have to continue to work for those and right litter control and harmony and safety yeah. are, are some big factors the, that the we're going to have to build into it i know you're busy you're going to take some time off and and you know i know you got to address these things these are these are these are things that 
you know, as you continue to see people come, you're going to want to address. But if you had a chance to take a little break, is there any place you look to visit? I don't know. My wife says she's ready to go back to Honolulu for oh. a little trip. <laughs> now, you've got Hawaiian blood. Yes, huh? my mother is Hawaiian. Oh, that so. sounds great. Actually, I've actually not visited Hawaii, and that is one of the uh, one of the yeah. places that my wife and I Yeah, are it's here. been 10 years since we've been there, so okay. we might try to slip away, but it's an election year, so we'll see. <laughs> 2024, right? 23, maybe. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, first of all, great job. Best of luck uh, next year. I uh, certainly know that you've got the best interest of that community at heart, and uh, I, I hope to be talking with you here again soon. All right. Thank you, Joseph. Yeah, buddy. Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism is an original podcast brought to you by Design Sensory. We are a full-service integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nuther. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory. 